0: happy monday it's the 24th of may this is back from the brink i'm todd brinker aaron will be joining us momentarily i want to say happy birthday to robert allen zimmerman better known as bob dylan he turns 80 years old today happy birthday bob uh he's been on like a never-ending worldwide sing until i drop dead tour um uh pretty much forever um of course 2020 put a halt to that and many other things but uh I'm sure that once he's allowed to, he will go right back out onto the road. He just seems to be, that's where he lives. He lives going out and playing. Um, So he's going all over the place. Yeah. So he sold more than 125 million albums around the world. So he's, he's, uh, been, been a busy boy. Um, ironically though, he's never had a number one single in the UK or the U S never had a number one single, but, uh, He's been more of an album-oriented guy, too, I think. But then, um, you know, he's had some, some big hits. It's funny because he's, he's generally revered by people who, who um, uh, especially people who listen to music of the 60s. And, uh, um, and you know, there, are, there were a few people in the 60s and 70s in the music world who didn't credit him as an inspiration to them. But, um, yeah, you know, he he's certainly doesn't have the most melodic voice. Uh, in the world, but writes some good songs and some very, um, introspective lyrics. So, um, um, you know, kudos to him. He's had a heck of a career. I think he's one of the guys that recently just sold off his song catalog too. I guess at 80, he figures, uh, you know, cash out right now. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, buy Apple stock or something. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's doing with the money once he cashed out since he basically lives on the road all the time stay in a better hotel i think <laughs> i don't know um anyway um uh, you know the uh in for his 70th birthday 10 years ago um there was a, a poll conducted and um uh, the musicians writers and academics said that his uh, 1965 like a rolling stone was his uh Most honest and direct work. It was his best song. So, certainly certainly apropos of how he's living his life right now. So, anyway, um, Bruce Springsteen said of the track that it was like somebody kicked open the door to your mind. And Bono of U2 said, a black eye of a pop song. Which I guess is a good thing in Ireland. I don't know. A black eye of a pop song is kind of a weird way to describe. You know, it's funny how you there are certain colloquialisms that just don't translate well. Um, there's rumors that during the Battle of the Bulge, when the German um, leadership was ahead and they they sent a message to the to the Americans and said, "Do you want to uh, um, do you want to uh, you know give up?" and and the reply was nuts and. The Germans basically spent an hour trying to figure out what the heck nuts meant. And by the time they had figured it out that nuts was, you know, basically screw you, um, then, uh, reinforcements had arrived and the Americans were able to push back. So, um, yeah, nuts, huh? Anyhow, um, yeah, so, uh, Bob Dylan, 80 years old, you know, um, I mean, time catches up to everybody, but uh, 80, 80, 80. So those of you who, who think back on things that happened in the past occasionally, remember iPods, right? Before there was iPhones, there was iPods, and everybody carried around a little music player of some sort to listen to their music uh, with the ubiquitous wires running into their pocket, right, to their little earbuds. Um, the original iPod is selling; it's celebrating its 20th anniversary. And uh, right now, the only iPod that Apple still sells is the iPod Touch, which looks like a small iPhone, basically. Um, and that has not been updated in a long time. I mean, the shape and, and of everything, in that that's pretty basic. I mean, every once in a while, they will um, go and upgrade the processor to make sure that it's compatible with the current version of iOS. But that seems to be about the only reason that they upgraded is, is if they've, you know, Um, move forward so that ios doesn't run on the processor then they'll just throw a new processor in it they haven't made any efforts apparently to (laughs) to design it or change the 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 screen size or do anything with it that um, you know changes it in any way i don't know how many of those they sell you know i know some parents um, used to buy those for their kids before they were ready for phones i would think that if they made the screen slightly larger it'd be a good little handheld gaming device but right now the screen is i think a you know, four and a half inch or five inch, four and a half inch screen. I don't know. It's a smaller screen than, than, than is on even the smallest of the um, uh, iPhones at this point. And so, um, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't updated that. But um, there's um, interesting in that they have. Uh, it was interesting that they said that that you know they've just recently announced um, that the uh, Apple device um, or Apple devices will be able to do um, uh, streaming at with a new format in that it'll be called Apple lossless so it'll be a high um, uh, higher quality sound coming out of the devices now there are those who will say that that statistically virtually nobody can hear the difference and there are others who swear they can hear the difference so you know I guess if you're willing to uh, to use the you know lose a lot of storage space because the files are significantly larger if you use the lossless compression technology instead of the regular um, uh, compression technology uh, for the files that the files are much larger and so you'll be able to put less songs on your device um, but if you absolutely certain that you can hear the difference then more power to you I guess um, so uh, Apple uses a two hundred and fifty six uh, kilobit uh, AAC which is their encoding um, process. Um, the uh, AirPods use Bluetooth, and the technology can only stream up to 320 kilobits per second, uh, MP3s at maximum. And so you can't hear the lossless through AirPods because they're wireless. So you, you have to turn around and go backwards and physically plug into um, uh, uh, a device in order to in order to get the lossless sound. So, um, the, uh, idea that, uh, that, you know, Apple goes back to one of their, uh, iPod type of players for those who really want the high end lossless, uh, might be the way to go. You know, it's, it's, uh, what is this article actually saying? Are they, is Apple re, Has Apple announced this thing? Original iPod selling... Oh, it's important to note that there aren't any uh, reliable rumors suggesting that Apple is sup- repairing an, uh, an iPod in a classic design. Um, so that what they've done is they've created the idea of an iPod Max to pair with AirPods Max. Because the AirPods Max, that's the over-the-ear headphones, uh, do have a cable, so you can physically attach them to... Um, a device. So what they're saying is, is, that you could get the high res lossless over um, well, Bluetooth, but with uh, but that would then basically still you would lose data because of the Bluetooth. So they're saying if you physically attach them to a a souped up version of the original iPod, that would be just a music player just for the super high quality music. That that would be the way to do it, yeah. So I, you know, the issue is, is, and this is weird, is that Apple's creating this, uh, this, this uh, uh, lossless and high res lossless music availability. But the question is, how do you play it? They've basically gone to all wireless Bluetooth stuff, and there's no way to play that. So unless they are going to come out with headphones that attach via some other connection than Bluetooth that supports the wider bandwidth, um, you can't hear it. It's, it's because the Bluetooth function basically compresses and recompresses it. So um, you lose all of the benefit of using a lossless format if you're listening with wireless headphones. And because most of their devices don't even have headphone ports anymore, you have to go through a, um, a uh, lightning-to-headphone to adapter, and further, that compresses it to go through lightning. So you have to then get a special... Digital audio converter in between your your iPhone and the out the 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 listening source, whether it be regular headphones or uh, or speakers of any kind. So you know you have to jump through through some hoops to even be able to hear hear it as an actual lossless file because they don't natively have any devices that play it that way. So you know I, I just think the the lossless thing is like okay great that's a nice marketing why are you jumping through all these hoops unless you plan to create wireless headphones that can play lossless that can do that high res image and maybe that's going to be the difference between you know uh airpods and airpods pro at some point is the airpods pro can also attach via um um airplay which is a wi-fi um a Wi-Fi connection and I you know and then what does that do to the battery life of your AirPods I don't know it just seems to me like there's some some questions hanging out there and perhaps we'll get some answers at the Worldwide Developers Conference where they'll like introduce some new things saying here's how this is going to work because right now they're sort of creating a file format and a high-res lossless audio that don't actually work with anything they sell <laughs> without additional hardware and or special connections so yeah i I don't understand this is it's a weird weird setup now the other thing they announced along with this um lossless audio was something that they were calling um um shoot. what were they calling spatial audio spatial audio makes more sense because that they can do with their current hardware and what that is is sort of a a um uh processing on the sound to make it sound more encompassing like more uh it's like sort of uh when when systems and there have been systems out there in the past who have done this and so apple when they tend to implement things like this do that kind of thing but they usually do it a little bit better go a little bit one step further but what it does is essentially uh emulate surround sound so they'll give you you know you'll be listening to something and you turn on spatial audio and it's supposed to now give you the sense that it's it's you're, you're immersed in the sound, that there's music coming from every direction around you. So like if you're listening to music, instead of sounding like music coming from um, you know uh, a band in one place, it sounds like you're sort of standing on the stage with the band and you can kind of turn around and hear the sound around you. In each direction, different instruments and stuff. But that'll require they remaster each file in order for that to actually work well, unless they've got some great technology to break down songs. Let's get Aaron in here. Hey there. Hi. So I was talking about Apple's um, announcement that they're going to uh, um, have lossless, high-res, lossless audio on their streaming through um, uh, Apple Music. And I'm a little puzzled. And, And it's funny because Spotify has announced something similar. But, like, right now the idea that you use lossless audio you, if you, they don't have any devices you can actually listen to it on because if you listen to it on wireless headphones, the Bluetooth uh, compresses and uh, compresses and then decompresses the sound in order to get it to the Bluetooth, so it doesn't support the lossless. Um, I mean, it won't be lossless all the way. It'll be lossless when you save it on your device, but when you go to play, it'll be compressed and decompressed, and you'll lose a lot of that fidelity that you thought you were gaining, and they've removed the headphone jack from virtually all of their devices, so that means you you, you could plug it into a... Uh, like a you know a lightning to to headphone jack adapter, but if you do that, then the lightning uh, uh, has an a to, uh, a to D converter and an audio to digital converter that also then uh, doesn't support the high end um, lossless. So you would have to then buy a separate uh, A to D converter amplifier, headphone amplifier to plug in in between your device and your headphones in order to listen to it. And you'd have to provide wired headle- headphones because none of the Apple headphones or none of the, the wireless ones that they've been pushing would would support that. So I'm wondering if they're going to maybe introduce wireless headphones that use some other version of Bluetooth that does you know or, or some enhanced Bluetooth that doesn't currently exist or if they're gonna, you know, go like their their um, um, airplay technology that allows you to send video and audio places is higher res, but that's based on Wi Fi, which then uses more battery power so that the headphones wouldn't be wireless as long. I I don't know. It's just, it seems to me like we're begging for, by, by announcing this, they're essentially saying we're going to give you some new hardware that's actually going to support this at some point because they kind of are creating a technology that you can't use without jumping through some hoops or buying some non-Apple products in order to make them work.
1: Or, I mean, maybe if, it's, if you're listening on a Mac that's got... Um, uh, that's connected to, you know, mm-hmm. via a wire to a sound system in yeah. your house.
0: powered speakers or, or into an amplifier of some sort. Yes. Yeah, I guess that's, I mean, that's one way you could do it, you know. But but there's no, like, portable solution right now. Um, I mean, it, it could be that this is just a marketing move by them to say, hey, you know, Spotify is going to give you high res, but they're going to charge you extra for the service, whereas we're just throwing it in. Um or, Interesting, but, but it seems weird that they would do that and then not give you a simple way to actually take advantage of it um on top of that you know there's the whole can you really hear the difference anyway i mean there are some people who swear they can but statistically um it's it's the, the, the sampling is beyond the capability of a human ear to really notice and, well you know, the
1: i think the real audiophile Mm -hmm. thinks about stuff like that but that's a that's a niche market
0: it really is it's one of those things too that um if if somebody teaches you what to listen for you can start to hear some of the compression artifacts because it does modify sound slightly um and so i mean you can if you've been if you've been trained to look for it then you can kind of hear that in stuff but if you've not been trained don't ask because then then you'll never be screwed up for listening to regular music (laughs) Right? You know, once you hear it, you can't unhear it. And so, yeah. um, um, uh, but that's what I've, I've read anyway and been told is that you, you know, there are certain things, certain like giveaways that something has been, that the audio has been compressed and you can, you can, if you know what to listen for, you can kind of figure that out. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it just makes me wonder if, like at the world, Develop- worldwide Developers Conference in the first week of June, if it, you know, there's been a whole bunch of talk about what they're going to be introducing. I'm wondering if they're going to introduce some some new products that or upgrades to products that um, will now support this higher quality audio that they're announcing. Because it seems odd that they announced this and you know, you can listen to it on your desktop, and yet 90 of the well, well, 90 of what they sell is is iOS devices. And then of the remaining devices that they sell that are Mac OS devices, almost all of them are laptops. So you're getting down to, um, you know, and and they've got tiny little tiny speakers in them. Although they're they're really good for what they are, you know, high-end audio they are not. And uh, so, you know. On your desktop computer, if you have it plugged into an amplifier, it's like, wow, we're jumping through a lot of hoops here. That's and getting down to a really small number of people who are audiophile enough to care about that. I mean,
1: they, that, I, something's coming down the pipe. It that's, would have to be.
0: That's what I think. It just this is, seems like such a clear indicator that they're that you know now because of 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 um, you know chip shortages and stuff, it may not be you know right down the pike as they had hoped, but uh, seems like that's got to be something that's coming. You know, And I say all this while I'm sitting in front of a computer that has, you know, like studio speakers sitting here between me. Yes. <laughs> you know, I yes. look right and left and go, what kind of idiot would have all that set up? And I'm looking at the setup that I've got here in front of me going, okay, I'm that idiot. Um,
1: be careful <laughs> right? from once he speak,
0: <laughs> right? So, yeah. It's like, oh, wait a minute. That's me. All right. Well, if you can't make fun of yourself, you know, That's don't right. make fun of anybody.
1: So what's our what's our answer to our trivia
0: question? So the cartoon character that was originally called Egghead often said, Hey, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Oh, Elmer Fudd Elmer was orig- Fudd. originally called Egghead. Yeah. So if you see some well, old, old um, Looney Tunes. Yeah, I mean, you look at Elmer Fudd. That's kind of the idea of just the shape and the way he was drawn, right? You but, know, I uh,
1: gotta tell you, I love those old Warner Brothers cartoons from the 40s and the 50s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. And you start getting into the 80s, and they're just loud and obnoxious. Yeah. Um. They weren't. They weren't funny. There were no double entendres. There were. There was nothing in there that was, that that would be funny for adults. That was clever. Right. Um. Uh. I. I. The, the original ones were hysterical. I. They really
0: that. are. Yeah. They were. If you if you pay attention to the older ones, they're um. Like you said, the double entendres were just just fast and furious, and so um, there were things that, like little kids, could laugh and giggle, and the adults would go, "Oh, yeah, I see what they really mean," you know. <laughs> um, and and they would even you know build into the character like these these sly little side eyes and things to you know when they, when they knew that you know they were meaning something else and they were getting away with stuff, you know that you could put into a, a cartoon that you couldn't necessarily do with live people, right? Sometimes. Yes. And, uh, and so they were a little seditious, but um, yeah, the more modern stuff, it's like, yeah, we don't have time for that. Just do some, you know, silly slapstick. The kids will laugh. Who cares? They don't know the difference anyway, is sort of exactly. the attitude. It's exactly. like a disrespect for your audience.
1: It, exactly. 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 That's why I loved The Simpsons. The Simpsons were full of of that mm-hmm. kind of needling um, that, mm-hmm. and some of it was just Bart and his, his catchphrases, and I got that, but... So much more of it they made fun of everybody and i I absolutely loved the simpsons um in in the first probably first fifteen years. I mm-hmm. haven't watched it in a while, yeah, um, but
0: uh, yeah, I watch it yeah. on and off and usually in reruns, and so I couldn't tell you what year it was from. Um, so I don't have a sense of like how it might have changed over time, you know um. Although I will say the idea that they that several of the voice actors have said they're not going to do certain characters because they are not a person of color and the and the character was a person of color. It's like it's a voice. Who cares? You're an actor. Pretend. Act. That's what you exactly. do.
1: That's Get over job. yourself.
0: Get over I'm, yourself.
1: I'm pretty sure that that real orcs and uh, hobbits and wizards don't exist. They were right. acting too.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's you like know. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, okay, if if you really feel like and, and and I do understand though that if they're saying like, well, you know, hey, I'm doing this character that, you know, like I, the one I can think of is Hank Azaria said he's not going to do uh Abu, the in, Indian uh uh character anymore.
1: Abu.
0: Yeah, and uh and you know, it's it's he if he if he honestly feels like there's an um, Indian American actor whose job was who didn't get a job because he was doing that. um, Okay. But then he should only do one character on the show and let somebody do every other character individually. If that's that's how he feels.
1: That's just dumb. That's not how it works. Yeah. And you know, the thing about it is people say, well, yes, but his Indian accent is stereotypical. If you pay attention, Apu is like the most intelligent guy on the Simpsons. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's hardworking. He's a decent man. He takes care of his family. He's, he's a smart guy, and, yeah. you know, Homer's a moron.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and if you look at it, like I said, you know, most of the voice actors on that show voice multiple characters.
1: Yeah, it's like, there's like four consistent voice actors
0: right. on the show. And, and if, if they're voicing all these different characters and they really, really are that concerned about, well, because I'm voicing this character, somebody is not getting a job, regardless uh, of, of their race or, or or, you know, what they look like. Um, and they're voice actors, so who cares what they look like, um, then they should all do one character, that's it, and then force them yeah, to hire other people for all the other characters.
1: That's just dumb. I'm yeah. sorry. That's dumb. That's up to yeah. the creators to create. Yeah. Quick whining. Yeah. God, we are the whiniest culture known to God and man. I'm so sick of it. All we do is complain. Whine, 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 whine.
0: Yeah, right we now you're complaining it. about complaining.
1: Uh, right? <laughs> i just... I'm just sick of it. Stop your bitching.
0: I know. It's like, just you know, you're you're paid. You're paid really, really well. If you don't want the job, fine. I'll take it. I'd love to do that. I'll take your job and you can, you can sit at home and feel smug about the fact that you didn't hurt anybody's feelings because you quit your job.
1: And if your feelings are hurt because of that, become a better actor or find another job.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. That's just how it works. You don't yeah. have to be an actor. You can do all kinds of other things.
0: Yeah. You don't have a ask right all the to be actors actor. who are who are waiting tables or were waiting tables before the restaurants all shut down um about about, you know, jobs. Yeah. You know, there there's lots and lots of people who want to be actors who are, who are doing other things and you're lucky enough to have a gig. And so, you know, you want to make a point, you want to make a statement, then say something, but don't, you know, I mean, it, it, it you're paid to do a job. Do the job.
1: Yeah. I'm just I'm just sick of it yeah. I can't watch any of the award shows I can't watch you know any of it I just I'm sick of all things Hollywood and wokeness and all of that just just give me good content and shut up
0: everything's stupid
1: everything's stupid mm-hmm. yeah you know I just yeah everything's stupid
0: yeah. Hey, um, some some trivia. Did you know that uh, Bob Dylan has a son who's also in the music industry, and he is the lead singer for the band Wallflowers? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Jacob Dylan.
1: Are they still making music?
0: Um, I don't know that they are. He's done some stuff solo. Um, I don't know if the Wallflow I don't know if they're just on hiatus or if they're like done, done. You know, like done, 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 or just done. <laughs>
1: Yes. Um,
0: are they done, or are they COVID done? <laughs> to be reheated later. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like a microwave meal. Yeah, COVID well,
0: done. exactly. And you know, the funny thing is, is too. Like I say that, but you know, even even if they were like saying they're done, done, and we're never going to sing together again, and we're never going to play together again, and then, you know, ten years later, they go, Hey guys, you want to get together? Sure. <laughs> you know,
1: it's like. Hey, even the Eagles had their "Hell Freezes Over" tour.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, it, never say never is, is basically the, you know, if you're all still around. And sometimes when you're not, I mean, the police got, or not the police. Well, the police did get back together after famously hating each other. and Or they're actually very friendly towards each other. They just can't work together. Every time they work together, they start picking at each other. Um, you know, but they, they've managed to get back together and... Uh, uh, so apparently, from 2014 to the present, the band still exists, but it exists as a solo project of Jacob Dylan. So he just gets studio people around him, so it's not really a band. But, uh, but from 1989 to 2014, they were together as a band. And um, I didn't realize this, but uh, Ramey Jaffe is one of the guys. He's now in the Foo Fighters and has been with the Foo Fighters for quite a while started as a session player and he was added as an official part of the band in 2017 but back in 2005 he was doing uh, he's a keyboard player um so yeah there's a lot of bands like that though where somebody bounces back and forth between you know multiple bands and does different bits and pieces and you know you get to have friends and so you'll get together and say well hey let's have this iteration of of us working together so you know they'll come up with a name of it but uh you know, of a of a subset of the original group or whatever. Yeah. So.
1: Getting the band back together. Yeah. <laughs>
0: at band camp. One time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, people of a certain age, if you hear this one time, you immediately think at band mm-hmm. camp.
0: Yeah. This one <laughs> time at band camp, I was, you know, there's always that little bit of a pause and then go, at band camp. <laughs> you know? and you have to say it like that it can't be at band camp it's at band camp
1: <laughs> i haven't seen that movie in a hundred years that's well not a hundred years but it's been a long time
0: yeah
1: so apparently there has been um a uh an eruption in a volcano in at band camp at band camp in the democratic republic of the congo
0: yeah yeah It has it has uh sent people a scurrying running from molten rock and soot and ash, and yeah, it's pretty horrific. Um, so uh, it's funny they say you know they've got a picture here and they say people gather on a stream of cold lava rock following an overnight eruption. So it looks like just giant pile of rubble, but apparently it's it's like that landed in water and because the rock is has cooled, it's no longer molten, but it's moving because uh there's apparently like running water and stuff on it can you imagine i I, I would not be out on that there's people standing on this giant pile um you know i mean i don't know everything about volcanoes is is horrible and scary and terrific i mean horrific you know um i know there's people who study them and they probably think they're wonderful and exciting but um you know when we visited the one in hawaii Um, we saw an eruption from a distance. and, And even at that point, it was like, wow, that's interesting. But it was nerve, a little nerve wracking, you know, and to see that, you know, as you walk back to your car, there's vents where there's steam and stuff coming up out of the ground. And you're like, I'm sitting, I'm standing here on top of a giant blob of molten rock, you know, and it's only a few hundred feet below me, we hope, you know, and then it stays there. And like a month later, it didn't. It was now coming out in neighborhoods around there.
1: And the idea, or the knowledge, that there's nothing that humankind can do to um, to stop it and to to yeah. protect themselves from it, except get out of the way.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's like, wh- what do you do to to deal with lava? Run, you know. Run and hope that it doesn't cut you off as it flows through somewhere. Because jumping over it's a bad idea.
1: Yeah. Well, and how do you stay out of the way of the fumes? Because that's what killed people in in Pompeii. Is the
0: is the right
1: uh, the air, the, you know, cause it mm-hmm. sucks all the oxygen out of the air.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and these giant waves of just nauseous gases come spilling down from the volcano into the low areas. And, you know, if you're there, you'd be dead. <laughs> you know, that's just it. It's, um, yeah, they're scary, scary stuff. It's funny with the, with the Hawaiian islands too. They, they, if you do a little reading, you find that each of those islands was basically made Um, by the same volcano and as the plates the tectonic plates moved you know then a new island was formed as as they they, the old one would move out of the way and then the volcano would pile up more you know soot and ash and and make a new island and in fact they've already named the next island Um, so they know what the next one's going to be called when it comes up behind Hawaii Uh, but you know Hawaii is the youngest of them it is the, the one that is still active and still growing as the volcano is spewing and, and gurgling and dumping, um, uh, you know, molten rock out onto the land that's there. Uh, but one of the things that they talked about is each of the previous islands were larger at one point two. And when the island gets to a certain size, uh, a big chunk of it usually slides away as, the, as it moves off of where the volcano is, and it drops into the ocean, and then the next island is, is formed. And I think about that, and the people who are living on that island going, Huh. Wonder when that's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean That's kind of scary. You know, it happens in geologic time, which means multiple lifetimes, but at one point there's gonna be a lifetime when somebody is there and the island slides into the ocean or parts of it. Yeah. At least that's kinda yeah, what I they predict.
1: <laughs> I I I could not live on the big island. It is beautiful
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: appreciate it, but I would be constantly uneasy mm-hmm. because you don't know where that next chute is coming out like and you don't yeah. know because the lava you know some of the lava comes out the top and that's happened many times mm-hmm. but then in the last eruption there were it, it was coming out underneath the volcano right. um in chutes in the in neighborhoods
0: yeah literally you lava know? tubes they, you've seen pictures of people yes. walking through old lava tubes well, these were new lava tubes that were being formed, and so nobody knew they were there until they just started spewing lava in, you know, down the street. Yes. You know, and if you live in a cul-de-sac, that's a problem. It is. <laughs> you know? It is.
1: So I, I could not, I could not, I could not live there. I could visit and appreciate its beauty, and mm-hmm. and there's beauty in the desolation. But um, I could not, I could not live under that threat, yeah. that constant threat.
0: Well, that one, one side of the island, sort of the um, southwest side, is where it, it, it has been the most active, or the southeast side, I guess. Mostly the south. But that, that side is where it's been active for, for basically most of like what we know is, is the time of people who were there who could keep track of where it was oozing and, and dripping. So if I were to live on that island, I would want to live on the north side of the island, away from where all of the activity is. But there's no guarantee that it doesn't open up a vent and dump lava that way at some point too. I mean, it's it's you don't know. You know, I mean, there's plenty of lava fields all over the island to see where it has dumped recently, and 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 there and I say recently again in geological time, right? I mean, so yeah, yes, like like you said, there's there's it's a volcano. It's it's it doesn't go where you ask it to. So no, something to be aware of. (laughs) But I'm with you. It's beautiful. You know, but more than the other islands, I think you see lots of just raw lava fields because it's the newer island.
1: The um there's this, there's a line in uh, Game of Thrones where I think um was it Sansa or John asks maybe it was Tyrion, what is a what is a uh, what does a uh, what does a dragon eat? And Daenerys responds whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. And uh this that's what a I mean if you think of a volcano, that's what a volcano does. It'll eat whatever it wants
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, And you, we have no control over it. there's no there's no protecting ourselves. You can just get out of the way and hope that you' that you're not close to it when it happens. Yeah.
0: no. in a lot of ways, the fictional dragons are a metaphor for a giant volcano, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they really are. Yeah. They really are.
0: Mm-hmm. So in Maryland, um, what is the favorite food?
1: And Maryland.
0: Maryland. Well, you gotta,
1: it's got to be some kind of seafood.
0: Yeah, I'm going to Buzz... say
1: clams or something.
0: Yeah, BuzzFeed has a has a list of the uh, iconic dishes from every state, and they say Maryland-style crab cakes is uh, is the ah. thing. But you have to have Old Bay seasoning. Have a can of Old Bay, which is like a um, seasoned salt, but it's a very specific season. So. Yeah. My gotcha. dad loves crab cakes. He If he goes anywhere that has seafood, that's how he judges the restaurant is, is their crab cakes. And for me, it was always like, yeah, crab cakes. OK. <laughs> Iowa, I'm, I'm not.
1: I, I Yeah, I'm not a, a big fan of crab cakes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, I've tasted them. Sometimes they're very good. But you know, yeah, it's not it's not the thing that I go to a seafood restaurant for, you know. Um,
1: now, what is your favorite seafood? like a um, seafood dish.
0: Yeah, probably like a grilled uh salmon. Uh, you know, I, I
1: like a good spicy cioppino. Mm-hmm. Which is a Yeah. It's an Italian base. It is right. a you know, a fish soup with yeah. a tomato base.
0: It's yeah, really with good. Lots of stuff and I've had some of that I um at um Legal Seafood in in Boston. Had a very good cioppino that was awesome. But, yeah, you basically, like, take a pot and dump it on your plate. And it's just, you know, all kinds of clams and mussels and, and shrimp and
1: all kinds of and stuff. Yeah, scallops. And yeah, scallops
0: is the one I was trying to yes. remember. And bits of sh- different types of fish are chopped up. But it's just yummy. Yummy stuff. It is. Apparently, Iowa uses a huge fried pork tenderloin on a regular bun. Um, okay,
1: so imagine a huge, like, as big as your plate tenderloin. Sandwiched in between a normal size hamburger bun.
0: Yeah. That's like, what they're talking about. You can't even see the bottom of the bun because the meat's so big <laughs> and you're like, What?
1: Yeah, it's like, <laughs> why? Why? I, I how do you I don't know. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and they and it mentions that they are scotcharoos for dessert. What the heck is a scotcheroo?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, Scotcharoos. I've heard the name before and it I think it's some kind of a cookie, but I'm not certain. Uh uh-huh. I'm well, Google to. it
1: really quickly, and I'll talk about Oregon. I'm And in it. Oregon, their favorite food is anything with Marion Berries. Now, I'm thinking of Marion Berry, who's the former drug-addicted uh, mayor of D.C. That's not that Marion Berry. This is a different Marion Berry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, anything with Marion Berry. Uh, Lunch, breakfast, dinner, <laughs> anything.
1: In North Carolina, this is not at all surprising in North Carolina, pulled pork sandwich with a vinegar-based sauce. That's puppies and coleslaw on the side.
0: You know, we've got family in North Carolina, and I have been back multiple times to visit them and repeatedly asked to go to a good barbecue place. And finally, after multiple trips, we found one that I thought was okay. (laughs) And had pulled pork. And it was good. It was good. But I was both disappointed and irritated that they had lived there for a while and couldn't give me a barbecue place that I thought was any better than a barbecue place I could get anywhere else. In fact, not as good as my favorite barbecue place, which died the death of COVID and is no longer. Um, But uh, yeah. So I finally, in North Carolina, got a North Carolina barbecue with their vinegar-based sauce. And and this last trip went to a second place that also I thought was pretty good, although some of the people there said they didn't care for their meal. But they were the people who got something other than the pulled pork. So well, there you go. Pork,
1: pork, you know, hog farms are um, – pig farms are, are – mm-hmm. um, uh, North Carolina is known for its pig farming. And so mm-hmm. lots and lots of pork – that's eaten in the United States comes from North Carolina. Yeah. And so, you know, their barbecue is all about the pork. Where you go to Texas, pig farming and NASCAR. And
0: iconic,
1: <laughs> exactly. Pig farming in NASCAR. You know, Texas, it's all about the brisket when you get um Right uh, when you get barbecue.
0: Yeah, so, and it's funny because right, the so people who were disappointed had what was called Texas style brisket in North Carolina and they were not what the, it wasn't what they wanted. i well, you're in North Carolina, don't get <laughs> Texas style brisket, in North Carolina, but anyway, that's right. um, quickly Texas the squ- before we go on. Scotcheroos, Scotcheroos are a chewy, no bake rice crispy dessert topped with chocolate and butterscotch chips. Ah,
1: oh, that's actually sound really good. So
0: it's sort of like rice crispy treats with like chocolate and butterscotch on top of it. Cool. Thus, the Scotcheroo, the butterscotch. All so anyway, right. next.
1: Uh, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what theirs is
0: clam chowder
1: clam chowder clam cakes and uh narragansett beer i'm hoping i'm pronouncing that right I think narragansett um narragansett okay sure uh uh hmm. yeah i added a syllable uh clear clam chowder and clam cakes so <laughs> you
0: can all add right. all the syllables you In want Texas- <laughs> Texas surprisingly <laughs> we talked about it we knew what it was
1: It's brisket
0: But um of course
1: or the whole barbecue setup with all the fixings and my favorite well I love all about I I love brisket but it's got to have the burnt ends with it too the burnt ends are so good Yeah yum
0: Yeah Well and so. and being a, a a I was born in Hawaii so I'm a fan of Hawaii and I'm a little disappointed but it doesn't at all surprise me for Hawaii their their iconic meal is pan-fried slices of Spam, two scoops of white steamed rice, and scrambled eggs. Yep.
1: You add gravy to that, and you have loco moco, and it is delicious. Yep.
0: I have had that many, many a time. I'm going to scroll down to uh, uh, California, because that's where we are, and see what they say about California. What would be a California iconic dish? What would you think? Oh, there's one for my mom. South Carolina. Shrimp and grits. Oh, Yum. Oh, they got Missouri as barbecue burnt ends. Interesting. Ah, tater tots in Minnesota. Burnt ends are
1: good.
0: Yeah, they really are. North Dakota. Come on, California. Where are we? They didn't do this alphabetical. Come on, come on. Louisiana's jambalaya or gumbo. Yeah, that's good Good eating.
1: Minnesota is a tater tot hot dish.
0: Yeah, Florida is a Cuban sandwich. For those of you who don't know, that's basically a squished oh, grilled sandwich that's really, really good.
1: <laughs> Wisconsin, this is totally, totally predictable given who settled in Wisconsin. Beer brats with fried onions and sauerkraut.
0: Yeah, baby. That's <laughs> the brats.
1: Now, Pennsylvania, the west side is pierogies, kielbasa, and sauerkraut. Uh,
0: East Ohio, side is Cincinnati cheesecake. style, chili, yum.
1: Big soft pretzels and water ice for Pennsylvania to finish that up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I cut you off. I saw the Cincinnati you totally chili did. Uh, the Cincinnati chili is is a biggie for me so I saw that and my eyes just went <laughs> um, having I, I used to work for a company that was based in Cincinnati and I was introduced to Cincinnati chili there and got a, a recipe that my family now shares and I and my wife and my kids all enjoy that on occasion and it's not really chili because you serve it over spaghetti noodles, but it's Cincinnati chili so I found California way down at the bottom and uh, yeah
1: I'm gonna say a fish taco.
0: In and out burger at midnight. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure I buy that. Whatever. Yeah, New I, I Mexico green Chicago. chili ch- green chili stew with sopapillas.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, sopapillas totally. is something that is not um, like I, when I was in. I, I lived in New Mexico for a few years, and it was sort of a you know standard thing that you got with your meals, and you would then it was like a puffed bread that you would tear apart or, or poke a hole in and dump honey in and then eat them. And, uh, I was told by a friend later in my life that they are, um, um, a, a they come from, um, um, oh crap. Now I'm forgetting the name of the country in South America starts with an A. Um, shoot. I'm, I have to zoom back out. Argentina, that they are an Argentinian thing that they somehow, but for some, some reason, they ended up in New Mexico. So you can get them in New Mexico, but you don't really see them here. But almost every Mexican restaurant in, or Spanish type of food rest, restaurant uh, in New Mexico serves sopapillas as well.
1: Uh, and, and West Texas, they serve sopapillas.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: and it's part of Tex-Mex, but you don't see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but West Texas definitely has sopapillas. Yeah. I mean, cause New Mexico and West Texas are right next to each other. Yeah. Um, and they're good honey and they're, uh-huh. it's really light and, um, it's just delicious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it was funny cause, um, you know, in, in California, you just don't find them anywhere. And I remember we, I was working at a place and they happened to have co-workers that were hispanic and i mentioned sopapillas and that nobody had them one of the guys there goes how do you know about sopapillas?" <laughs> i said they're all over new mexico and he goes oh they're from my home you know my home he was argentinian and uh uh yeah
1: isn't so, that interesting yeah clearly somebody traveled somewhere
0: yeah and and yeah that started them up there because they're um um you know, I mean, if you Google them, you see them, and, and I see the pictures of them, and most of the pictures that I see here don't really look like the ones I've seen. These all look flat, and the ones I'd seen were puffier. Um,
1: yes, they're puffy. They're a puff right. pastry, but they're but they're not like a flaky pastry. Um, it, they're hard to describe. They're really good, though. I love them.
0: Yeah. Little bread Potter pillows. That's what I always thought of them yes. as when I was like. That
1: is I, so right, but, yes.
0: It's a little bread pillow that you can put some honey in and or on. And eat, and if you like honey and you like bread, and it's fried bread, so all the more, you know. <laughs> it's, yes. There, there's nothing healthy about this, but oh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> How do we end up talking about food again? We just, you know.
1: Always. Always. Yeah. Always.
0: Get the food, food <laughs> bell going there, man. So, yeah, good stuff. Well, I think we're kind of at the end of our time as we jump through states oh, there to get to are. to get to ones that we. You know, popped out at us, which just makes me hungry. I think I'm gonna have to, like, go get the stuff and make some Cincinnati chili for dinner, because why not?
1: Oh, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. Have that you had Cincinnati good. chili?
1: Your wife has made it for us.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. One yeah. Of... Okay. I was gonna say, I didn't know if you guys yeah. had had some, but it's, there's a very, it's, it's like a, a tomato meat sauce that you would think looks like it would be either chili or Italian, maybe, right? And yet it tastes like neither. It's got different spices in it. It's interesting.
1: And it's, and it's, um, it is sweeter than a texas chili yeah um, it tastes sweeter to me yeah than a te- not that it's sweet but that it's sweeter than a texas chili
0: yeah i always think of it as a um uh like i said as a, a more of like a specific kind of spaghetti sauce that is not really italian spaghetti sauce because it's because it's served over spaghetti noodles i just don't think of it as chili at all because um, it's not what i was used to growing up with as chili right but uh it, you know it's it is its own unique thing and if you've not had um, Cincinnati chili Google it get a recipe try it sometime it is very yummy and uh, yeah hmm anyway thanks so much for joining us today on this Monday we'll be back tomorrow I'm Todd Brinker
1: I'm Aaron Brinker have a great day everybody <laughs> (音楽) Thank you.